United States of Lead is an informative podcast that may contain sensitive material and the occasional F-bomb. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the United States of Lead, a podcast about crime, mental decline, and the lead threat that links them. A listener recently sent to us an article related to canned food products. Initially, I thought that this was going to be a great topic to focus on for our next discussion, because as we mentioned in a previous episode, the only supposed risk of lead in canned goods is from imported canned goods here in the United States. But LOL, of course, that's not the case. And we're going to dive into lead and canned goods in a future episode. I just wanted to give a shout out to that listener for sending that article. That's definitely something that we're going to cover in the next few weeks. But as I started researching lead and canned goods, it led me to an even more disturbing topic, which is lead in baby food. And with the baby formula shortage in the news right now, I think it's an important time for us to focus on this topic. And I think I mentioned in last week's episode that we were going to talk about instant gratification culture and lead poisoning. However, because of this baby formula shortage in the news and the reasonings for it, I think it's important that we remind people about the topic of lead in baby food. And just another quick side note, while I was doing this research... I happened to discover that there's lead in plastic, which I did not know. (laughs) So uh, that's definitely something that we also need to touch on soon, because according to the CDC, quote, the use of lead in plastics has not been banned. And their advice on how to avoid it and avoid exposure is the absolute worst, because a lot of it's used in baby toys. And a lot of their recommendations is don't let your children put it in their mouths. So it's hidden in baby toys. It's underneath the chemicals. It might be found in the paint or it might be in the actual plastic or it might be like the some actual plastic to make both. it durable. Just don't put it in your mouth. The chief way babies take in information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's this, solid here's this plan. toy. Don't play with it. Don't interact with it the way that nature and evolution has geared you to take in information at formidable stages of your development. Don't do that. Okay, great. Just Good don't talk. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll circle yeah. back later. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna circle back to that because it's I I I read it and I was like, of course, because I mean, just like we had talked about, what this episode hasn't aired yet, but we had just discussed 
um, lead in alcohol and in the decanters. And I was actually talking with my mom last night about it. And cause her and her friends were talking, they're like, Oh my God, like that was that in the eighties, that was the thing you were cool. If you got to like, had all this leaded glass in your house, it was a status symbol. Uh, yeah. If you have a topic that you want us to dive further into, please email us at United States of lead at gmail.com. But anywho, back to poisonous baby food. A lot of this information comes from 2019. And I remember when the news of contaminated baby food came into the news in 2019, because Ruby was an infant at the time. And what I remember reading, though, is to be cautious of baby food with rice because of arsenic. But I had no idea how bad it actually was. I myself made 90% of Ruby's baby food by, from scratch because I was worried about the preservatives and the additives in baby food. But not once was I worried about arsenic, lead, mercury, and all these other things, because why would you think that's something you need to worry about? What we're seeing more and more is that this is something that we all need to worry about. However, it's something we can't keep on top of. We just don't have the right tools. In fact, we have the tools. The tools are in place to keep these things hidden from us. With the baby formula stuff, that was a bacteria and unsanitary conditions and the focus that has. But the fact that this poisonous stuff is just there and there's no attention to it. I mean, I shouldn't say there's no attention to it, but there's little attention to it. The first publication that we're going to be looking at is from actually from 2021. And it's a publication by Claire McCarthy, MD, from Harvard Medical School's publication. And it starts out, if there is anything you can trust to be safe, it should be baby food, right? (laughs) Well, maybe not. It's like one of my favorite starts of an article. If we expect a like 14-year-old who's watching your kid while you run to the movies for a few hours to be responsible, I think we should maybe extend that same level of responsibility to multi-million dollar corporations. I mean, you just think. don't hurt my kid more than when I left them. Is that is that fair? Is that okay? Like Their response would be, well, but you already are because you're not paying attention to these. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I can't f- tour every facility that makes a product that I might interact with. Yeah. <laughs> and do a, a chemical audit. So back to the, we've just, we're not even close to being irate yet. Going back to this publication from Harvard Medical School, quote, a report from the U.S. House Committee of Oversight and Reform says that commercial baby foods are tainted with dangerous levels of arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury. Our old friend cadmium. It just yeah. keeps popping up. They're, they're like best buds. <laughs> lead and cadmium are our bosom buddies. <laughs> Uh, we keep coming up with t-shirt ideas. I'm picturing um, Cadman and Lead just like holding hands Tom and walking. Hanks and, uh, shit, what was his name? Uh, yep, it's happening again. He just again. passed away recently, too. I know his name. I like oh, this. He's a... There's people shouting at us right now. We are going to have to have a bosom buddies. <laughs> Maybe not bosom buddies, but something that is an, in a thesaurus for bosom and buddies, you know, and then just change the words. Okay, so again, back to this article. So which baby food companies are involved? The report was based on information from just four companies that make baby food, which was Nurture, Beechnut, Hain, and Gerber. Arsenic, lead, and cadmium were found in baby foods from all of these companies. Mercury was found in the food from the only company that tested for it. 
Nurture. When I saw this, it was found in just four companies, and I'm like, Nurture, Beechnut, Hain, and Gerber. So I think if you had asked me, Paul, can you name four baby food companies? These are the only ones that I might have come up with. So it's like, oh, so, you know, the huge ones. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, good to know. The ones that are everywhere. Good to know. Mm -hmm. This started in 2019, and this, what the Senate committee is looking at is after two years after the fact. So just keep that in perspective because we're going to be bouncing back and forth a little bit. So again, there was mercury was only found in nurture because they were given the option of whether or not they were going to test for it. Apparently nurture is the only one that chose to test for mercury. The other ones were like, nah, that's okay. We'll pass. Why are they allowed to do that? Why did they test for it? Well, we're going to get to that why they tested for it. So going back to their quote, right to choose, because corporations have more of a right to their autonomy than other people in this country. Quote, of note, says Dr. McCarthy, three other companies, Walmart, Sprout, and Campbell Foods, were asked to provide the same information about their baby food products and did not. We're good. I'm fine. Yep. Yeah. No, we're okay. We're fine. And that is part of the problem. This is just one report with limited information. It's hard to know exactly what it means about commercial baby foods in general, but it's a report that we need to take seriously because all four of these heavy metals can affect the developing brain. And when you harm the developing brain, the damage can be permanent, end quote, from Dr. McCarthy. You want to brush it off with adults and saying, oh, the side effects aren't that bad, blah, blah, blah. But then it's when it comes to something that a baby is consuming every single day. Yeah. We've already said how, depending on your body size, this is poisoning. Going back to the Harvard publication, quote, the FDA is working on doing better monitoring and regulating. I, I can't even get through this. <laughs> I gotta say it again. Going back to this Harvard Medical publication, quote, the FDA is working on doing better monitoring and regulating heavy metals in commercial baby foods. In the meantime, it's nearly impossible to know which are completely safe and which aren't, end quote. Oh, good. They're working on doing better because they haven't had thousands of years of documentation of lead poisoning and its effects or in the past hundred years, how bad it's gotten. They're working on doing better. When like a passenger in a vehicle is asked, vehicles pulled over and they're asked, the passengers asked for ID. The driver's being given a speeding ticket. As a passenger, you, in every state, you don't need to give your ID because you're not the one who's being pulled over. You're not the one who's being detained for, for speeding. The idea of like being able to say, to remind the officer, uh, I don't need to do that. I don't really feel like doing that. That interaction would not go well for no. me. That for interaction would yeah. not go well for most people, but it certainly would go well for me. No, yeah. I don't need to do that. You know, like that's the law and you're, you're just participating. I'm picking up a similar sort of like spirit to the law with these yeah. corporations, but they mm-hmm. get to use them better than I do. They have more access to like these rights than most yeah. people do, where it's like, yeah. they actually don't have to produce it. Maybe we should rethink that a little bit since they're not people and really integral to our food safety and our- Well, and this idea of like, oh, we'll do better on monitoring regulating. It's like, how about you just don't allow <laughs> lead 
<laughs> to be part of the process or mercury super comforting that again it relies on you the consumer to what open up your canned good and test them first and have all these testing strips ready yeah that you're paying for and i can't have any conversation about arsenic without thinking and searching for a vc andrews joke somewhere so i'm just throwing that out there now i don't have to make that joke oh also to this article mentions that quote many commercial juices also contain heavy metals so that's cool didn't even think about that and we're gonna get to again how it's getting in there and we've talked about leaded crystal well leaded glass and these jars i mean i'm assuming too with some of the juices is it the container they're in or is it the process that's the other scary thing and why we just need to get rid of it in these factories because there's no way to know yeah it might so if you tested the lead or whatever in the factory or sure but after eight months of tomato vitamin c citric acid rubbing up against on a chemical level absolutely mm -hmm. it's so astute absolutely and with the baby formula recall and shortage, you might think the FDA is the one who found this and that, you know, they're working on doing better. They caught it and, you know, they're busy, quote, working on doing better. Of course, it actually took an independent study to bring attention to this insanely important oversight. It wasn't like the FDA caught this. We're like, oh, we got a problem. No, it was this independent study by multiple organizations, which we'll name soon, bringing this to their attention. And even then it was like, eh. From a Newsweek article published by Melissa Lemieux in 2019 entitled, quote, almost 100% of baby foods tested contain neurotoxins, including lead and arsenic, end quote, because that title alone should, you know, just piss you off. A recent study conducted by healthybabyfood.com says 168 brands of baby food include heavy metals which might damage a baby's cognitive development, according to CNN, end quote. And just to let people know, the CNN article will also be included in our sources for this week. The Newsweek article goes on to say, quote, the study tested 168 of American-made baby food, American-made, just to emphasize, and found that 95% of sampled jars contained lead. 73% of them included arsenic. 75% had cadmium, and 32% included mercury. A fourth of them contained Jeez. all four heavy metals in the sample jars. One in five of samples contained over 10 times the legally mandated amount of lead as recommended by health experts. Again, this whole concept of what's acceptable is BS because there's no amount. Every credible study that I have seen says there is no safe amount of lead, regardless of what they say is acceptable. And they actually, this is what they just say too. While they agree that no level of lead is safe in food, so they start by saying the amount that is recommended by health experts, but then immediately say, while they all agree, there's no level of lead that's safe in food. How can those two sentences be next to each other? So like, what if you just switch this out? Although relationship experts agree no amount of abuse is appropriate, however, an occasional slap or one slap every decade, one mouth punch every decade is mm -hmm. acceptable. Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. Well, Although some, wage, theft, it is. <laughs> wage theft is uh, not acceptable at any for any employer. A thousand dollars every dozen years is. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a, it's, it's an acceptable accounting practice. Light embezzlement. 
light did diet embezzlement. It's yeah, diet embezzlement. <laughs> Important to note that the findings of this independent study by babyfood.com quote matched the results reached by an FDA study that was current as of May 2019, which found one or more of the above listed types of metals in 33 out of 39 tested food brands. So the FDA did know yeah. about this and yet didn't do anything. Quote, according to the report, the foods which contain the highest risk of harm were rice-based products, fruit juice-based products, or sweet potato-inclusive snacks. The article goes on to suggest that parents should space out giving sweet potatoes and carrots to babies because of their high levels of cadmium and lead. So of course, there's a rabbit hole that I need to go down at some point because I didn't know about that. Remember, we had talked about it with gardening and whatnot, but I apparently it's super specific to carrots and sweet potatoes. The scary thing for me is the strategy is like just to have fewer combinations of these snacks as opposed to the company doing has. everything we can to remove the lead from the process. Holding the companies accountable. And holding the that. companies yeah. process. Yeah. Another thing I found interesting while doing this research was I came across an article that had a study in it done by a university in Poland regarding the ways food is packaged and how that affects the amount of heavy metals that are present. The other interesting thing to note is from the study is how the wording of the side effects from the exposure to lead and cadmium differ from other sources, say here in the United States, like the CDC. We're going to go back to that study that was done at this university in Poland in a future episode. Different countries appear to focus on different side effects. So back to this baby food investigation. Quote, the study was commissioned by Healthy Babies Bright Futures, an organization that says it is an alliance with scientists, nonprofit organizations, and donors united in the goal of reducing children's exposures to neurotoxic chemicals during the first months of their lives. Because, you know, it's only important during the first few months after that, you're on your own. It's like these pro-life people who are like, we really care about this fetus. But once Get a job, six-month-old. Yeah. You're a leech on <laughs> the taxpayers. You should become a job creator if you really want to be somebody. How, how do you not know how to tie your bootstraps yet? Yeah. Pull them up. <laughs> Quote, the study was created in partnership with Campaign for Healthier Solutions, ACAT, Coming Clean, Ecology Center, Environmental Justice Health Alliance, Learning Disabilities Association of America, Ladaris, Campesinas, and Texas Environmental Justice Advocacy Services. All of these organizations, it took all of these organizations banding together to do this study and expose it when we already know that the FDA knew that many of the, their studies showed the contamination. So why do we not have stricter regulations like we're led to believe? Going back to the baby formula, that was a you know record stop. This bacteria is in here. It's possibly been linked to this one death, is linked to these four hospitalizations. That pulled, I mean, that was a full stop halt. And yet they tested of those 39 samples mm -hmm. that 33 out of 39 that they tested were. And then the other studies showed even more and yet still nothing. I just wonder if we know how to hear record stops anymore, or if, if like our record player is just not able to do that. Like, are we just on such high speed hyper reality that this doesn't work? Cause I think in a, the world that I guess I would expect to be in, um, not the world that I necessarily want to be in, I don't, but 
growing up or something, the world I would expect to be in is if if Newsweek. I mean, regardless of your politics or what you think about Newsweek, or even just like if you think it's a a good publication, they should. If they're widely spread, they're widely read, and for them to have an article in nineteen in twenty nineteen that says almost a hundred percent of anything, uh, you know, but it contains baby food, like if nothing else, someone should should be suing them for libel. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And since they're not. Like that should become the story. And yeah, but the fact that that's not like you said, I love this, this, this record player screech, everyone in the the diner stops moment. Well, that's the other interesting part, too, is I feel like that's all tied to what's going to be most popular. Yeah, they know they know that the abortion rights is in the news. They know that this is going to make huge headlines because people are enraged that pro-life people don't care about the babies that are already here. This is something to amplify. Cause again, it's four hospitalizations and possibly linked to one death and it is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yet this happened in 2019 mm-hmm. with 10 times like highly toxic levels. And just, you know, like I said, I remember this in the news but I don't remember it being this scared, like, oh, stay away from these couple brands. It's literally every brand. It's little, and this is who was caught. You know, it's like, yes. well, not, not to be a conspiracy theorist or whatever, but I, this is, it, it at least if you, if I was managing this as a company or if I was, if I was managing this as a little league and like someone had a whole bunch of candy, I'd be like, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe a bunch of other people have candy and we're not supposed to have candy on the bus. We should just kind of, kind of poke around and make sure that there's no one I don't know, bad analogy, but we should at least like pull the bus over a little bit and see what's going on. <sighs> yeah. Again, the articles are from 2019 and 2021. The 2019 article we just discussed with that independent study luckily led to a congressional investigation, which we referenced at the top of the show. Now, from a 2021 CNN article by Sandy Lamote entitled, quote, Leading baby food manufacturers knowingly sold products with high levels of toxic metals, a congressional investigation found, end quote. We're going <laughs> to dive into that article. If you had any, like, well, maybe they just didn't know. And then you see this article, knowingly sold products with highly toxic metals. We are just going to go straight through this article because it's it's just too succinct. Quote, Four leading baby food manufacturers knowingly sold baby food that contained high levels of toxic heavy metals, according to an internal company document included in a congressional investigation. Dangerous levels of toxic metals like arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury exist in baby foods at levels that exceed what experts and governing bodies say is permissible. So again, it's not saying what's safe, but it just what they deem is allowed. Mm-hmm. Super frustrating. That quote from the chair of the House Subcommittee on Economic and Consumer Policy, who conducted the investigation, they also said that spreadsheets provided by manufacturers are shocking because they show evidence that some baby foods contain hundreds of parts per billion of dangerous metals. Yet we know in a lot of cases, we should not have anything more than a single digit part per billion of any of these metals in foods. This stuff might show up like you can have natural arsenic, you can have natural lead and stuff like that, but there's no reason for it to be like this. So chemicals of concern for children, obviously all 
But in this quote, arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury are in the World Health Organization's top 10 chemicals of concerns for infants and children. As natural elements, they are in the soil in which crops are grown and thus can't be avoided. Some crop fields and regions, however, contain more toxic levels than others, partly due to overuse of metal-containing pesticides and ongoing industrial pollution. We've talked about if you're close to a highway or, you know, near where there was leaded gas and or even an older home, older buildings, older factories. Quote, there was a time where we used metals as the predominant pesticide for many years, assuming it was safe. According to Dr. Leonardo Trasandi, chief of environmental pediatrics at NYU. So that's another thing I, I didn't think about pest, look, looking at pests. I knew pesticides were bad, but I didn't know that about the heavy metals in them. Like, was it arsenic? I don't know that. I... Yeah, I don't know. We'll, ha we'll have to look into it. And all these heavy metals have been linked to cancer, chronic disease, and neurotoxic effects. But it's the devastating damage that can be done to a developing baby's brain that makes baby food toxicity so critical. There's a lot of effects to lead that, again, nobody should have to deal with. But when your brain is developing, it's literally wiring a certain way. And that's why it's so why childhood development is so important in those first six years. And this is so insidious. So if it is a small amount and it's being used on a, as a pesticide and people are consuming this for a small, you know, these small amounts over however many decades. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's the biggest frustration I have is a lot of these companies who were these studies were conducted all said, well, we have our own strict standards. We comply with the FDA's regulations. Yeah. Well, as the CNN article says, quote, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has yet to set minimum levels for heavy metals in most infant food. They say that the minimum wage is your employer saying, I would pay you less if I could. This is saying we're going to do everything we can to, to make sure we make money. So this is not even having that stopgap in place. Yes. There's no standard for heavy metals in, in most infant food. There's, that stopgap isn't even in place. And, quote, the agency did set a standard of 100 parts per billion in organic arsenic for infant rice cereal, but even that level is considered much too high for a baby's safety, many critics say, especially since the FDA has already set a much lower standard of 10 parts per billion in inorganic arsenic for bottled water. They backpedaled on that. That's a story in itself, like where they're setting one standard and then they're like, ooh. And also, I had no idea that it was okay to have arsenic in bottled water. <laughs> I had no idea. So, quote, from the time of conception through the age of two, babies have an extremely high sensitivity to neurotoxic chemicals, said the National Director of Science and Health for Healthy Babies Bright Futures, the coalition that we had mentioned uh, conducted those studies. The brain is forming rapidly, and so when they're exposed to metals that can interrupt those natural processes, the impacts range from behavioral problems to aggression to IQ loss and all kinds of cognitive and behavioral deficits that can persist throughout their life, end quote. And I just like to point out, it's not, I mean, it's till age six that the baby's brain is getting hardwired. So to say that it's this idea of like, oh, it's just till two and we're good. No, it's always trying to minimize as much as possible a, a much wider issue. 
She goes on to say, quote, pound for pound, babies get the highest dose of heavy metals compared to other parts of the population. So the consequences are more serious. And so we have to remember this tiny little body is ingesting this high dose of this, you know, versus somebody who is an adult, the side effects aren't as dramatic, but again, it accumulates in your body. So the more of this you consume, the more is going to be in your system. Going back to that report that they had published, they found that toxic metals in 95% of baby foods that they randomly pulled off supermarket shelves and tested. It's not like they were targeting or there was some conspiracy to take down Gerber. They were just pulling it off shelves and 95% they found those toxic metals in. We need a record scratch. That's a record. Yes. That is a record scratch. So this is where it gets really I mean, that's why I was like, this whole article is just so insane. And again, this is just from last year. Do you remember seeing this in the news last year? I I don't. I do not remember this in the news. And I doom scroll. I mean, I think that was my champion doom scrolling year. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the world's at it. Yeah. Quote, internal testing done by internal testing. Let's just emphasize done by Gerber Beechnut Nutrition Nurture Incorporated, which sells baby products and Hain Celestial Group Incorporated, which sells Earth's best organic baby food, which is all over Walmart, showed levels of heavy metals far above limits set for bottled water by the FDA and by the EPA, the congressional investigators found. So we had already mentioned that there is no guideline for this in baby food, which is absolutely absurd since they are the most at risk for side effects to this quote baby food ingredients in certain products contained up to 91 times the inorganic arsenic level up to 177 times the lead level and up to 69 times the cadmium level and up to five times the mercury level allowed in bottled water yet the company still approved these products for sale like if they were trying to make this more toxic, like I, I don't know if I could be more impressed if this was like their goal. It seems like this, how are, how are they achieving this level of toxicity? And I want to go back to leaded gas when they discovered tetraethyl, knew how unbelievably toxic it was and still went, yeah, let's put this, let's put this out there. That's literally what they're doing in 2021 with baby food. 91 times. 91 times 177 times the lead great job folks we did it we did we finally we finally broke once 175 i'm so proud of you take the weekend off (laughs) and i have to go to the shaming too because it was well maybe you shouldn't be feeding your child this much processed bloody bloody blah it's the same people well maybe you should be breastfeeding hey guess what there's some people who can't do that yeah there's some people who who can't afford the time or money to do that or physically can't or or physically yeah, can't I or we're adopted or yeah like that i actually it was it kind of peeved me off bet midler's been a pretty good advocate as far as certain topics on twitter and she in all caps put why don't you try breastfeeding it's free and it's like do you think people feeding their children baby formula didn't try that yeah i mean it is true that baby formula companies and i mean there's a long history of this of oh yeah the propagandize and that's all very true that they they, and they, don't they, have they their... demonized breastfeeding yeah. for a time however yeah. the reality i mean i'm not tell, i don't need to tell you about raising a child I'm, that's not what i'm trying to do i'll, I'll no, stop talking so. <laughs> no but i'm just saying 
And that's the other thing too, is they need to be held accountable. 80% of all formula is made by two companies. And when I had to switch to formula, because again, I tried everything, went to a lactation specialist. I pumped every two hours. I had an alarm set on my phone in the middle of the night, every two hours mm-hmm. I had to wake up and pump. And I still couldn't produce enough. And finally, even the lactation specialist is like, I think, you, I think you need to do formula and, and the amount of shame and guilt that you feel because that's how it's portrayed. Like there's something wrong with you. And you know what? Some women just aren't made the same way. And Imagine that. There should be yeah. no shame. But again, when then going to find baby formula, the amount of baby formula that has high fructose corn syrup in it and how hard it was to find one that didn't have that in it is sick. Yeah. And then it's more expensive. And so, yeah, that person who can't afford that baby formula is going to end up giving high fructose corn syrup to their child too. All of the shame is always going on the consumer and the individual and not looking at the companies that are producing this stuff. They're the ones who should be shamed. Shame on them. Shame on them, not shame on you for having no other reasonable choice. But the other important thing, because going back to you know this whole idea of the healthy, well, I'll just buy the organic. Quote, whether the baby food was organic or not did not matter, the subcommittee found. Levels of toxic metals were still high. People like to think that, oh, this can't affect me. I'm eating organic and I'm doing this. It doesn't matter. Quote, CNN reached out to the four companies for reaction prior to the publication of this report, which none of them had seen yet. And here's where it gets great. Quote, Gerber told CNN in an email statement, in part, quote from Gerber, all our foods meet our safety and quality standards, which are among the strictest in not just the U.S., but the world. Gerber foods are backed by rigorous oversight at all levels of the growing and production process, where government standards currently don't exist. We develop our own rigorous standards by applying the latest food safety guidelines, end quote. But as we had mentioned, there are no guidelines. So they are making their own up. And regardless of what they say, it's 177 times the levels of lead that are considered acceptable. And again, I you cannot achieve those levels without rigorous oversight. I mean, it's so (laughs) impressive. I really am impressed they broke the 175 barrier. It's... That's the only thinking I can come up with of how they would get that much lead. It's just crazy. It's shocking. And like I said, (laughs) that they are just like, nah, we're not taking ownership of this. We have standards that are high above the standards of what the government. Right, right. But this because there are no standards. You're right. It is way higher because there's not there's no bar that you're going off of. For me, this is the big takeaway from the from everything I learned from each episode. But this is like the big one for me is is this kind of black belt level gaslighting. Mm-hmm. This is a really frightening, evil PR 101. Mm-hmm. So going back, Gerber said, quote, as stated in our 2019 response to the congressional inquiry, the elements in question occur naturally in the soil and water in which crops are grown. Again, this is super misleading because the study is not talking about the natural amounts of lead. Quote, to minimize their presence, we take multiple steps, including prioritizing growing locations based on climate and soil, approving fields before crops are planted, testing soil, rotating crops, and testing the produce and water and other ingredients, end quote. They're completely misdirecting you, thinking it's about the, the fruit and not what the fruit's going into. Wow. The level of thinking that people are that dumb, like, oh, okay, they're only testing the fruits and vegetables before they go into the containers, before they go into the factories. 
That's their testing. And this is just a big tarp. I mean, they're just weathering the storm. Like, they just need to, we did, so now they can always say, we did make a statement. Now they can always say, we pointed out all of this great testing, and maybe people that have read this have said, like, oh, well, there's crop rotation. This is just weathering the storm till it goes away. And then they go back to whatever they're doing which is and harming beach, us and our children. Yes. And beach.nutrition, which I actually did purchase some of their stuff. I infrequently would buy stuff. They said, quote, that they have established heavy metal testing standards for 35 years. And we continuously review and strengthen them whenever possible. And that the company said it tested, quote, every delivery of fruits, vegetables, rice, and other ingredients. Again, they're only testing the stuff before they actually manufacture it. They flip and know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And they can show you, they can, they have the receipts. They have we, the, they all have of their testing. Yep. Fruits and vegetables here. If you're not testing it after the fa- after it's been sitting on the shelf for however long it sits on the shelf and the lead is allowed to leach onto the food, that's just, it's disturbing. Especially like we said, this is baby food. Mm-hmm. The most vulnerable humans that can have the effects of lead and cadmium and mercury and arsenic. Those were just the ones that agreed to cooperate. There were also some companies that just, like we said before, just flat out were like, nah, I'm good. No, thanks. We don't want to participate. And that, again, in a congressional Senate committee hearing that they could just say that. No, that's okay. We're just going to take a pass on this one. So failure to cooperate, quote, three additional baby food companies, according to the congressional investigation, did not fully cooperate with the subcommittee's investigation. Those companies were Sprout Organic Foods, Walmart, which sells Parents' Choice Baby Food, and Campbell Soup Company, which sells the Plum Organics brand of baby products. Quote, the subcommittee is greatly concerned that their lack of cooperation might be obscuring the presence of even higher levels of toxic metals in their baby food products, even more than their competitors' products, end quote. So we already talked about how high that was. Absolutely. So like I'm thinking, so do something. You're greatly concerned. Uh, That's not stopping this poison from spreading amongst babies. And like I said, with Campbell's, I just briefly got to the topic of the canned food. So I can't even imagine why they're not. (laughs) And like we said that it was supposedly banned in the U.S. and that you're only the only possibility of that affecting you is from imported goods. And that's thinking about what we were talking about with the baby toys and how Mattel was able to say, well, that was at that factory in China. So it wasn't technically us. Is the same thing going on with Campbell? Well, we actually, that's outsourced and it's not here in the US, it's technically an imported product. Is that the loophole? I'm wondering, I mean, obviously we'll get to it, but that just was the first thought I had was there has to be a loophole. There's always a loophole apparently. Well, that's why corporations were invented. Our object of a corporation is to defer risk. You don't want to build a bridge and then get sued when the bridge collapses. So you make a corporation to build that bridge and then you don't get sued. So yeah, that's exactly it. So Campbell's also wins the award for the best gaslight of this report. (laughs) (laughs) Golden gaslighter goes to. If there was a lead metal that we could pin on them. Yeah. (laughs) 
Here it comes. Quote, a Campbell spokesperson replied, quote, for more than 150 years, Campbell has placed the safety of consumers, especially our youngest consumers, above all else. That is why we fully cooperated with the House Oversight Committee's baby food review. We responded quickly to their questions and never refused anything requested of us, end quote. However, the subcommittee didn't agree with Campbell's assessment, quote, Instead of producing any substantiative evidence and information, Campbell provided a spreadsheet self-declaring that every one of their products meets criteria. The subcommittee goes on to say Campbell's evasion is concerning as even limited independent testing has revealed the presence of toxic heavy metals in its baby food, end quote. So there's no image of this, but the only thing- You don't have to test this. We have a spreadsheet here for you. Here you go. I'm guessing there's a, a a column like meets criteria. This is what I'm picturing because if we don't have an image, there's a column that says meets criteria and then like a check next to that. Mm-hmm. Is that I mean like what else could it be? That's and an up pathetic. an update too from Walmart because they didn't respond. They responded to CNN by saying, "We provided information to the subcommittee nearly a year ago and invited more dialogue, but we never received any additional inquiries. They must have got put in our junk mailbox." So they didn't say junk mailbox, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) that's like, well, they're like, well, we didn't see anything. Did they they send something? They did provide information to the, uh, the, the, the subcommittee. And that information was, we ain't doing this. That's, (laughs) that's some data for you. We ain't doing this. (laughs) And again, so healthy babies, bright future also published something called what's in my baby's food in October, 2019. And this is where they started testing those Walmart companies and the metals were tested were within FDA guidance levels. But again, like we said, there isn't that guidance and even the bottled water guidance for adult humans is lower than whatever they supposedly have. Again, there's no safe amount of any of these metals in your body. So this constant deflection of saying, well, it meets this guideline is complete bullshit. Just because it's what they say is okay doesn't mean it's okay for us. And we have to start speaking up. But anyways, there was also a secret presentation to the FDA by the subcommittee. Quote, the slides showed the FDA that Hain routinely tested only the ingredients that go into their baby foods for heavy metals and failed to test the finished products that were sold. End quote. When we go back to the canned food, if they're testing, they're going to say, we tested these fruits and vegetables, but they're not testing after sitting in the can. Right. You're, you're not actually doing what's necessary to prevent a consumer from ingesting these heavy metals. And it's everywhere. It, what other industry would allow this? Like who, wh- if you made pressure washers or if you made uh, radio parts or like no other in- industry would say, oh yeah, you can just test the raw material and mm-hmm. for anything that's insane. It's not just insanity. It's what people do when they're hiding something. Mm-hmm. So with all of this, the CNN article goes on to say that there was no new action by the FDA, even with all of this incriminating evidence. Yeah. Quote, the FDA under the Trump administration took no new action in response to the presentation the investigation found. To this day, baby foods containing toxic heavy metals bear no label or warning to parents. Manufacturers are free to test only ingredients and not the end product, end quote. And again, I don't want to see labels warning us that there's lead in it. I want there to be no lead in it. This idea that, well, we can just stick a warning on it. 
that's how it's coming back into our products again, is they're getting with these loopholes. You just shouldn't be able to make these products with these toxic chemicals. All the responsibility on the consumer and none on the parent who is the corporation. You just shouldn't be allowed to do it. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. If they were a parent, CPS would be called. What's really insidious is buyer beware mentality. And I'm not a corporation. I'm not a company. I'm just a dude trying to make it through the world. We're just people bumping through objects in space. And the idea that we can have this oversight role, this ex extreme oversight role in all of our affairs, that's why we're living in a society, right? I mean, I don't know. This is so, so frustrating. It's really frightening. So CNN did reach out to the FDA after with detailed questions, and they received the following statement, quote, sampling of infant rice cereals showed that since 2016, manufacturers have made significant progress in reducing arsenic in infant rice cereal products, demonstrating that this action level is achievable by industry. Quote, going forward, the FDA said, good manufacturing processes such as sourcing rice and other ingredients with lower inorganic arsenic levels will continue to help manufacturers produce infant rice cereal and inorganic arsenic levels below the action level, end quote. Again, this whole action level, there's still a lot of poisoning happening even at that action level, and they're completely ignoring lead, cadmium, and mercury. And the narrative is still about sourcing the material. They're still yes. saying this is this is an issue with the raw goods, not which we've the already established of, is yeah. not the problem. Yeah. So that's a win. This is a win for them. This article, I again, we're going to have it in our sources. I highly recommend that everybody reads it because it goes on to have revealing internal documents from all of these companies, and we just don't have time to get into it. But dear lord, it's just. So again, we have all of this attention on the baby formula, and yet there's still nothing holding these companies accountable. Yeah. And the amount that they were above what's considered acceptable and their action levels is shocking. I really hope that people can get a little upset about this and write to their congressmen, senators, representatives. I don't know to the companies, even though the companies aren't, uh, clearly the companies don't care. So maybe don't even bother writing to the companies because I think they've shown that they don't care, but something needs to be done. And like I said, it's just, I think the big takeaway we're going to have is this is so out of control. Again, going back to the fall of Rome, the decline of our society is on that same trajectory. And with this new overtone of overturn of Roe versus Wade, literally dividing the country into the states that are for it and the states that are against it is that split of the east and the west we're there it's scary i do want to point out like it's really important to reach out to lawmakers on this i cannot stress enough like how shameful the behavior of these companies is in addition to that however and i think this is just something that we we need to do more of is acknowledge the shameful behavior i would even say the cowardly behavior of these lawmakers so like and i know we're not going to go into the rest of the article but there's um the legislature the, there is a recommendation from that subcommittee like there should be mandatory tests this is a quote there should be mandatory testing of any baby food product before it hits shelves the subcommittee recommended manufacturers should no longer be allowed to simply test ingredients the taxpayer funded people who have a pension for life, 
people who have the greatest health care on the planet and they make our laws or they're they're sent to they're charged with making laws to protect all of us made a recommendation mm -hmm. they spent all of that time and all of that money and all of that attention mm -hmm. they had staffers working on this they met in committees that had working lights and they finished this up with a recommendation mm -hmm. and zero apparently zero action mm -hmm. i mean it, unless there's more to this and then but uh, I'm not seeing. I mean, it. this is from 2021, updated <laughs> like like a year ago. So I mean, I I, I uh... and that's why I'm saying why I feel it's important to get this out while the baby formula right is in the news because this is just as important. Yeah. They know when they're only testing the fruits and vegetables before the processing. You know they know, and that level of manipulation mm -hmm. with something so toxic with the most vulnerable in our society is disgusting. So clearly these things are there. So they know you, we know they know. And as a reasonable person, I would assume, I would hope that these lawmakers are reasonable people. They would be able to infer, to determine that these companies are incapable of doing anything that governs them or of governing themselves in this matter. These companies are incapable of governing themselves in this matter these lawmakers should take action here's the other scary thing because as we're seeing with this shortage mm -hmm. it does cause a, a full stop to production yeah and then there's that scarcity of food for these babies and so it is that idea of like well what else are we supposed to do not have them eat either they're going to eat this poisonous stuff or they're not going to eat at all <sighs> yeah okay well maybe like we can be adults and not trap ourselves in that checkmate i don't know yeah yeah, so I really hope that people are as upset as we are with this because it's absolutely, and again, this is what the most vulnerable, but I have to remind people that it can affect everyone and it's not nature versus nurture. A lot of lead poisoning in adults too, is, it's like an accelerant. It fuels what's already in there astronomically mm -hmm. and it's scary and we need to stop ignoring it. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Again, please check out our sources and learn more about this topic. And we will be back next week for some more frustrating information. Thank you all. Frustrating but empowering, I hope. Frustrating but empowering. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> that is important. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to United States of Lead, hosted by Andrea Elizabeth and Paul Kramer. Want to know more about this subject? Consider making a donation on Patreon, where you can unlock extended video episodes and bonus content like deep dives and exclusive interviews. Just a quick disclaimer, Andrea and Paul are not experts in lead poisoning. We do ask that you check our sources and read up a little bit more on your own. Thanks again for listening.